Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the ball blast. What's up, guys? We're back. I believe this is episode 33. Frankie and I are lucky to have the man, the myth, and the legend, Lugal, here today. Oh, like we say in Jersey, Churdy Tree. Churdy Tree. Churdy Tree. Churdy Tree. And uh, Lou's here. And what Lou is doing today, um, normally he's running all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but Lou is sitting in on the couch today, and he's going to ask us some fan questions. We put it out there to you guys. Um, you can ask us whatever you want. We put it on our Instagrams. And uh, what do we got today, Lou? What do we got? What do we got for questions? Couple questions, questions with the answer. Yeah. Uh, answers oh, with shit. the answer. That's a good one. Ah. I'm going to put that. A little segment. <laughs> little segment. <laughs> what got Frankie into fighting in the first place? Anything in his background in martial arts? I mean, I just grew up wrestling and scrapping on the Jersey Shore boardwalk, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I was just into fighting always uh, as a kid. I remember being like five years old. No, no, bu- this is no bullshit. No lie. In my neighborhood, I grew up. In, I grew up across uh, Vaughn, and um, like my cousin would t- make me fight other kids in the neighborhood, and he would corner me, and then like his friend would corner the other guy. Like literally, Brian. Like, Brian, yeah. yeah. And uh, Andy, and Andy, his 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 boy would corner the other guy, and I remember I would literally fight like new kick in the neighborhood. My cousin was like, hey, you gotta fight him. I'm like, all right, let's go, do it. <laughs> and I, and I, I remember as a kid, I was I was I wouldn't want to hit anybody in the face. Yeah. So I'd fucking blast people's stomach all the time. Wow! Fucking <laughs> quit knocking people's wind out. But I just knew how to fight even before I, I, I trained. Even before my wrestling. son is four, my daughter is five. So I should start them now. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. I swear. No, I'm not lying. What didn't I, you start early? Fucking at thirteen, fucking yeah, at hey, four. Hey, I'm a man beyond my years. <laughs> and I remember uh, my 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 best friend at the time, this kid Ryan. We were we always fought. He was he was kind of a little, little bigger and chubby. Like, he would get me. He got on top of me. I, I'd be like, fuck, he got on top of me. You know, but one time we're fighting. And, and we always fought just to look cool in front of the older kids. And we're fighting. And uh, I remember, I don't know, if my cousin, someone was like, nee, nee. I fucking need him right in the face. Knocked his teeth out. They were baby oh, teeth. No. But I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, man, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, fighting to marriage. Uh, Roger, do you ever think you'll get remarried? Ooh. Honest answer. Uh, do I think I will get re- Listen, I, I'm the king of saying this. I never say never about anything, but I think it's highly, highly unlikely. Why? Why so? I don't know, man. Are, I think, you, are you like you just like? Uh, I think I failed at it. You know, like I give it mm, my best shot. I don't I think I, at it, it takes two people I for I never a marriage to be, work, so you can't say you failed at it. You yeah, know, it's I'm just, not, yeah, I'm not the one that threw in the hat, but still, I I I contributed to the failure of it. Um, and and that was a you know that was a tough time in my life, but I never want to be one of those. You know, like born again Christians that get married twenty seven times. I don't want to be that guy. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I give my best effort. But at like it you said, you, you get married because you fall in love with someone. You know, you can't. Anticipate I, didn't, I didn't say that, I, right? I, I didn't say I wouldn't fall in love, but you know, yeah. But I mean, possible. most likely that's how marriage it works. is just really complicated. You know, the separation of two adults happens, right? I mean, the hardest thing for me was the kid factor in that. I, I really worked, tried to save my family, um, but. You know, adults oftentimes go separate ways and they fall out of love. So that wasn't the the hardest battle for me. It was the, it was the kid factor in there. Like you're you're fighting for something bigger than just a relationship. You know what I mean? So, but the marriage part of it, the paperwork, 
is what took the longest to get the divorce over with. Once you have that, you know, that paperwork, you know, that's a, that's an actual, it's like a contract, you know. So. But do you think you're just fucking like uh, damaged goods right now? Is that why? Um, no, I think I worked real hard in the last year on myself to not, no, no, no. I mean, maybe that's that's the wrong, the right word. Like, I mean, do you just think you're scarred from your the previous experience of marriage, and that's why you're saying this? I, I think that I gave it my best effort, and um, and I failed at it, and I, I don't know that I want to do that again. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, man. I, you know, I mean, funny I, part I, I is could... the funny part is, and Lou, who's been my best friend for twenty years, can attest with this. I did not want to get married the first time. I really didn't. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not trying to stir up any shit here or anything, but, you know, I, I I thought we had a lot to work on before we took that step to get married. And I understand her point of view, too. We were together, like, five years at that point and had a daughter. So I get it from that perspective, too. But I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a non-believer in marriage, and I'm not, uh, I guess, a firm believer in it. I don't, I don't know really where I stand on marriage. I know that I... I gave it my best effort, and, and it didn't work out. Now, so. your parents got divorced. My parents right. are divorced after your, 25 years. Your of mom got remarried? Both parents. Both yeah. parents. Yep. So, yeah, you can never say my never. My parents, the people they're with now, and my parents were married for 25 years. The people they're with now, the they've, supposed been with, to be with. they've been with longer than they were married. Wow. This is the crazy wow. part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I come from divorced parents, you know, so, I mean... Renee's my wife's dad was married three times. Her mother was married three times. Uh, Sometimes yeah, it may yeah. take more than one. Well, yeah, yeah. I had fun at your wedding, so if you have another one, <laughs> if you have another one, well, I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, point of view on locking down the U.S. for 14 days, like martial law. What do you guys think? What do you mean, like, like due to COVID nineteen? Like, if they if they do that, martial law happens. Yeah. Martial like for COVID, just I guess martial law for this. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I think it's completely, I think it's kind of totally point. fucking unnecessary. No, no, I, I think. Listen, I think this, like, the the reason we didn't do well with this whole COVID is because when we locked down, it was like, oh, you're locked down, but oh, you could go to Home Depot, you can go to Rita's, you could go to the fucking alcohol store, you go to the weed store. Mm-hmm. If we did, I think, what, like, maybe, I don't know, if New Zealand, I, now granted, we're a different animal because we have a lot bigger population, but if we say we close down for two weeks, 100%, maybe maybe even six weeks, 100%, and we somehow fi- figured a way to feed people, let people not pay their bills, not pay their mortgage, all that stuff, we would be out of this. That's what I do think. I mean, it's obviously a lot h- harder said than done. It's like stripping people of constitutional rights, though. I, don't I know, know, but if, if if say this was like a real... I'm, again, there's so many we, we, so much information out there. We don't know what's real, what's real or not. But say this was a, a, a fucking super bad pandemic, real like a real something that what it, what, killed 50% of people. And if we did that and it, it just went away, we'd be past it. it six weeks. Now, how many months are we in now? I think that is totally, totally an improbability to actually happen, though. You're, you're saying like in a guaranteed situation, which you can't lock people down for two weeks, can't go anywhere, you know, help them out with their bills or taxes or whatever. Why make can't sure they give, No, I think I, in other you, countries. No, they no, have. no. I'm saying is that that's a possibility. I think it has to be voluntary in the United States because we have a constitution. But right. let's say you're guaranteeing that that goes away. I don't think that's a guarantee. I don't think there's any surety that a 14 day mandatory. I don't know about 14. It maybe it's six weeks. I'm saying, right. yeah. but. You know, doing it with like, dude, these these dude, so these five, lockdowns are bullshit. Right. The lockdowns are bullshit. When right. You have half the people that are still going to work, still doing this, and half the people aren't. So, like, it's you can't. That's not even a lockdown. Right. But so, 
So the numbers, though, if you talked about the numbers, they estimate roughly 500,000 people have died worldwide, right, from COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Estimate. I think those numbers are greatly inflated because, you know, you hear crazy Car accidents, about, they label it right, as COVID. Exactly. Right, 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 I right. think those are highly inflated. Well, let's say that's a top number. And you wanted to lock down the United States, 300 million people, 320 million people, right? I'm not for no. For, let's just say, a month. Let's, uh-huh. I think that crime is going to go through the roof. I think, I think there's going to be, you know... Um, Crazy amounts of domestic, you know, violence is going to be. I think it's just going to go through the roof. So there's definitely give and take. If you look at those numbers, is it worth it? You know, and I'm not saying that a life isn't worth it, but that's a that's a bad flu. Granted, it's a bad flu. Those numbers are a bad flu. I do kind of agree. You don't walk down. You don't walk down 320 million people. No, I know. I'm just saying. Say it was a fucking like uh, a a movie. You know, where half the world dies because of it. We could have that conversation if that happened. Yeah, and I think then maybe that. Yeah, but all right. Let's go back to UFC. I think that's interesting. Uh, Frankie, will you keep your weight at 135? And uh, where do you, where do you see yourself with the next fight? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stay at 135. This weight cut has been, you know, I want to say it's easiest of about 10, 12 pounds ago. But um, I've I've been it's been, you know, easy to get to where I am. I I, I feel good. This is maybe, I feel probably the best I've felt in a camp, as far as my conditioning. Um, just never have a never wake up where my stomach's jacked up because I ate something I shouldn't have ate. You know what I mean? I just feel very healthy, and uh, I I probably you know in, in all reality I I probably should have been a thirty five my whole career. Um, I'm glad that I didn't do that because you know cutting weight wasn't my thing. I wanted to be a, I just wanted to be the toughest guy in the world. We, we would the world would not have got to see those great right made right, fights right. too. You so. know, and really when I first got to UFC, fifty five was the only. Right, true. Actually, when I first started training, they didn't even have 55 in the UFC. The question's going to come up. I'm sure a fan's going to ask it. You got two teammates at the 135, you know, in the 135 bantamweight class now, too, which, you know, I've asked it once before, but what if you get pitted against one of those guys? Uh, uh, to me, I. I You're at talking this stage, Cody and uh, Marlon, right? Marlon, yeah. At the stage I am in my career, I don't need to fight those guys. Yeah, That's I, what I, feel. I would agree with that, yeah. Well, true, 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 true. Let's go totally off subject. Roger. Favorite porn star and category. Ooh. Oh, God. What's his name? Favorite. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I, that I, favorite. I love porn. Uh, there's so many. I don't know. I, I This week, I love MILF porn, so I'll go with Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann, bro. Yeah. She's old school, right? Yeah, MILF Damn, porn, Damn, of course. Of course. Milf of porn. course, old school. It's just fucking what he's to jerk off to in high school. <laughs> category? Oh, category? Oh, MILF. MILF, you said MILF. MILF porn? You know, that's number one, I think, yeah. I believe, in that's the world, there, right? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, MILF I'm porn. not into the little small booby, little whatever, you know, fetish teen shit. I'm not into no, that. No, I mean, that's like creepy, right? Yeah, I'm not it's into that. It's a little creepy. Spinner, spinners or whatever they call them? Spinners? Spinners. That's what they call them. Yeah. Tiny little porn stars are called spinners, yeah. Like you, you know what cuckold porn is? That's the hardcore yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's right up your alley. That's when you have dudes come over and fuck your wife and then. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. What about what are pogs? What, fat ass white girls. Pogs, yeah, pogs yeah. are fat ass white girls. <laughs> yeah. Pog, pog porn. Pog porn, porn, yeah. P a w g. Pog porn. Yeah. Lou, you not into porn? I mean, who's not into listen, porn? Stop. When it. I go to Pornhub.com, um, it's it's just whatever pops up first. I'm, I'm trying to get into, and that's it. Whatever, whatever. Uh, I, do I, I, it's got to be hardcore shit for me. I'm into like hardcore. And hardcore, like he wants to get slammer head on the ground. No, just like, just like ass to mouth. Yeah, just that's like, you're into. Just like, yeah, you want to spin br- their like, mouth? No, well, yeah. I mean, no, I don't know about that, <laughs> but just like, 
no, right no, over no, the fucking head no, with a no, fucking you know how you like you used, to, you used to tune in 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 into porn and it would be like role playing like yeah. the guy come I'm not into that shit just fucking kick the door down rip the fucking <laughs> panties off and you know I yeah. I have a friend that's that's did I ever tell you this story yeah. is an important yeah, have you yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, it on this thing wrestled yeah. with or something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty funny he yeah. won a reality show and you, you you used to say he was the favorite guy to wrestle yeah yeah. He's okay, wrestling. <laughs> what do you got for us, Lou? Oh, and a lot of them are. Uh, I just remember I banged a porn star, but I can't say her name. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, before she did porn. Before she did porn. Before she did porn. Yep. Guess you weren't enough. You weren't kind of for her, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. You can do <laughs> My girlfriend would kill me if I said. I don't know, but did, did would you have like the type of person she was? Would you oh, have suspected her to yeah. end up where she is? She looked like a porn star. She fucked like a porn star. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. I would have totally thought she was a porn star. She screaming loud. Uh, there's a lot to that story. I, I can't <laughs> tell some of it on uh, air, but oh, actually, Lou filmed the porn, and and I just remember Lou, Lou, <laughs> Lou filmed me in a porn. I just remembered that you were in a porn. Yes, Lou filmed it. It was a, it was, was a, this is a cuckold porn you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. That was in Miami. Yeah, uh, Daytona. 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 Yeah. Did this person know you were being filmed? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. It was a room full of people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A room full of people. I think we told the story. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Back to UFC. I, I guess it's UFC. Dake versus Burrows. No, no, that's his uh, wrestling, amateur wrestling. Oh, um, amateur wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Dake versus Burrows. I mean, you know. Burroughs is a Jersey guy. He's he's a, a, a he, I think he's a two time state champ, two time national champ. Uh, he won the Olympics, won the worlds twice, I believe. He took like a second and third in the Olympics in the worlds. Also, he's a stud. Um, Dake is him and Dake wrestled quite a few times, and Burroughs always would beat him. Um, but now Dake's coming on very strong. Dake won up a weight class. They both, I think, think I think Dake won the world the worlds last year, the world championship last year. And uh, I don't think got a point scored on him, so this is gonna be a good. I'm, I'm I gotta go with the Jersey guy, but it's gonna be a phenomenal match. Um, when's, that, when's that going down? That well, they're gonna because in, in the world during the worlds there's more weight classes. I think there's ten weight classes during the worlds during the Olympics. There's only like, like five, so in other words, these weight classes have to condense. So now they're gonna have to be in the same weight class. Didn't they? Didn't wrestling get booted out of the Olympics a while ago? They they tried to, but they got reinstated. Okay. Yeah. So for 2021, it was, it was supposed to happen this summer, actually. Uh, they would have wrestled, I think, in June for the spot. And I think the Olympics would have been in September, maybe August, September. And, um, yeah, I was really looking forward to that match. But I'll, I'll go with Burroughs just because he's a Jersey guy. But I could see that going either way. Hmm. Well, I'll keep it at college wrestling. What was the hardest thing about college wrestling? I think the hard, hardest thing about college wrestling is just uh, juggling everything. You know, you're a full-time student, and wrestling is a full-time job. D- Division one wrestling is a full-time job, man. You have to make weight multiple times a week, practice t- multiple times a day, and full and carry a full class load. Do they give you like a tutor to help you? Uh, they kind of. I never did. I, 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 I mean, I went to school to wrestle. Yeah. I didn't go to school for school. You know, whatever. It worked out for me because obviously I'm, yeah, right. I'm an athlete. But uh, you know. Uh, it's just juggling everything, and that, that's like that. That's what I would say. Like, what is college? College doesn't teach you shit, yeah. but it teaches you how to prioritize things and teaches you how to just juggle everything and get shit done when mm-hmm. you're under the gun. My six-year-old son has recently been showing tons of interest in MMA and wrestling. What training classes would you recommend to get him started? Get him in a wrestling class. Wrestling, right? yeah, absolutely. 
my uh, my kids were wrestling them at, you know, Santino and Francesca wrestled at a very, very young age. Frankie kind of veered off of it from now. He's doing baseball. Santino's, you know, definitely all, all the way in. Um, but Santino had his first match. I think he might have been four or five. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. My kid's four. My son's four. I should get him in there. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, bring him by. When we get one, you know, all this shit stops. Yeah. All right, Roger. Yeah. Mm. Would you consider getting a reverse vasectomy if your girlfriend or future wife wanted kids? Ooh. Because of my age now. Okay. I'm 45 years old. He's man. Fucking, I, he shoots dust be, out that bitch. <laughs> fucking Honestly, when I signed up to get a vasectomy, I researched that. I was like, what happens to you? Does I just can't do up? it, man. I just yeah. can't do it. I'm fucking just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with a loaded gun, bro. Yeah. Well, you're going to have another kid running around. I, I knew... Well, I mean, I was married when I got a vasectomy, but I knew we did not want to have any more kids, and that holds true to today. I, I, I don't want... Listen, man, my kids just got out of diapers. I don't want to start over. You know what Does I mean? it so, mess with your testosterone levels? I didn't notice anything. Well, you wouldn't. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't notice anything. There's literally no difference other than you're shooting blanks. You know, everything's the same. No swimmers, right? Yeah. How did Frankie and Renee meet? In kindergarten. <laughs> did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, me and Renee were in the same kindergarten class, but we, you know, we I knew her, I guess. You so know? you were in every class? No, 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 first no. grade, second grade, third grade. No, no, what? we were in first grade. We we're in kindergarten together, and then I moved across town, and I moved back, and then, uh, you know, I knew I known her throughout my whole life. Uh, but then my freshman year in high school, we started, hang, you know, we were just friend, mutual friends. We hung out a lot. High school became like super tight. She was like, you know, one of one of like one of my best friends. Uh, and then my senior year in college is when we started dating, but I mean I used oh, to. You guys were in high school just friends. Friends. I used to I used to sleep at Renee's house, and I would tell her like, "Yo, call, to tell this girl to sleep over," and <laughs> no this girl sleep over, and you know she was I, your wingman. She was. No she was. shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. I mean, I knew you guys knew each other way back, but I didn't know that you guys like. Did she friend zone you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. friend zone me. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah. So what was like your first date? Where'd you take her? No, no, we, uh, I'll tell you what happened. I was, we were hanging out, like, after my my freshman year in college, I come home, and that summer we were we were hanging out, like, a lot, like, tight. We were tight. You could tell there was definitely some chemistry going on, and I went back up to school for, uh, you know, for summer training, whatever, and she hits me up one night, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not, my am like, come up here. She's like, all right, I'm coming up. I'm like, you're gonna, you know, six hours away. I'm like, you gonna fucking drive here? She's like, oh, yeah, wow. I'm coming right now. I'm like, all right. So then, you know, she comes, I meet her at the gas station, like at 6 a.m. She drove all the way wow. through the night and then, you know, brought her back to the crib and, you <laughs> the know what I mean, history, rest yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> you guys razzled? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, showed her some fucking, you know, check the oil. You pretty much answered this already, but it's, uh, I guess you want to recap it. Uh, I know you won't fight Marlon, but if it came down to it, would you fight Cody? But I think. You you clearly said that you wouldn't. You don't yeah, need to fight either yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't need to fight either of them, man. You know, uh, when I, when you train with someone, I'm I'm the type of person you train with someone, and I share I share everything with them, and, and mm. you know, it's just not it's not something I'm looking to do. Mm. That's all. Uh, oh, the next one's Uriah. Would you call him out? Is, is that possible? You beat him. I, mean, I beat him already. Mm. Um, would I fight him again? I mean, if, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, right, right now I, I'm worried about this guy. I'm fighting. Yeah, so right, that's right. all I'm thinking about. But. uh yeah, I mean, I'd fight. I'd pretty much fight anybody except people that I yeah. train with. You know? I just watched his latest fight um, against um, Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I, I just He's watched. fighting Aldo. 
I just watched that tonight. Yeah. yeah. How do you pick that? How do you pick the win? He's strong, bro. Yeah, he's very good boxing. Yeah. Um, you know, I never he's very know, composed. I know. You know, I, I think uh, Aldo. Uh, you just never know what you're getting with Aldo. He, you know, he just talks about retiring and not. He went down to 35. Yeah, he went down to 35. It's crazy. A lot more crazier than me going down to 35 because he's a pretty big dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he fought Marlon and and lost. Although he got a title shot off of it afterwards. Uh, Dana said I thought he thought Aldo won. I thought Marlon won. Obviously, I'm a little biased maybe because it's, it's my boy. But um, I'm I'm picking Yan. But again, I won't be surprised if Aldo gets it done because I mean he's done so much in his career. Yeah. I just think Peter Yan uh, has the boxing and uh, and the pace to get it done. Uh, it's 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 question to Roger, but I mean I guess it could be both of you guys. Who's your favorite fighter of all time? I've answered this a bunch of times. My Dan Henderson is always going to be my. I mean Frankie obviously, but Dan Henderson. My, I just I love that H ball man. I just like I just like how he composes himself, how he does that smirk. He never gets like emotionally invested. His his stare downs are good when he's in. He's just like the fucking man. I just like that guy. I don't know. It's t- it's tough. I I I, I'm, I admire so many guys in the sport. Um, but George is is someone I, I always looked up to. I got to train alongside him quite a few times. He was just a consummate professional. He yeah. did it the right way. Everything the right way. He's a classy yeah. guy, and. Uh, you know, he, to me, he's my goat. Although, you know, you got Jones, you got Anderson Silva, you got Mighty Mouse. Those guys are all on that list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I know George personally, so I'll say George. Good pick. Two questions. Which one are you on? Frankie is shredded. Uh, Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You know, I did it. My, uh, Ollie's like, send me a picture with your shirt. I, I'm like, all right. And then he posted it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and then people are like, oh, he looks he looks like he's struggling. Like, motherfucker, you should see my dinner, bitch. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. struggling. I just, I, just, I, ain't struggling. I just watched you eat it. Yeah. Uh, eat clean, bro. Eat clean, brah. Jamie. Jenny and Danielle's relationship. Uh, Is there one? Yeah. I mean, to some degree. Cordial. Cordial. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying this to is think. Personal. First, this is a personal um, question. Yeah. Man. No, you can ask me anything. And care. Bob, too. Thank you. And Bob too. Thank you. And Bob too. Is that the yeah. person that sent yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Have they met? Yeah. The first time they met was, oh, dropping the kids off one time. Um, Danielle was in the car, and Milani actually came out. I dropped them off a bunch with Danielle, and she just always stayed in the car. And you know, I, I was, I guess, I was not apprehensive for them to meet, but I, I thought that I should really know where our relationship was going before they, you know, needed to meet. Uh, Jenny moved on with her relationship very quickly. I didn't move on that quickly. So um, I dropped them off a bunch of times. Well, this one time I dropped them off. Milani, um, well, Grayson and Milani both are pretty tight with Danielle. Um, Milani came running back to the car and said, Danielle, Danielle, I want you to meet my mommy. So she kind of looked at me and I said, yeah, I mean, now's as good time as any. So we walked up to, to the door and, you know, I did the cordials, and then uh, shortly after that was um, Grayson's birthday party, which was in the middle of COVID, May 5th, and Jenny invited us up, and we, Jenny, me, the kids, and Zach hung out in the backyard, so yeah, it was, Happy it was, family. It was good, yeah. It's like, it was the, be, like yeah. the Partridge family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> me and, I mean, you know, when kids are involved, man, that's the best way to do right, it. exactly, so, and now it's just kind of like, you know. When the when the drop off happens, they see each other often. And it's like, hey, how are you? How's it going? I always wave to Zach, like, what's up, bud? You know, there's no there's no hate there. Hey, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing against that guy. He seems like a. Uh, I mean, um, he's, he's, he's been uh, around. He, he doesn't. Um, 
I've, I've never really seen him open up and talk. He's c- kind of quiet. I'm kind sure of, it's a little awkward, right? Probably. Him. I don't know. But How about Danielle? Is she, is she, you think she's a little more reserved around them just because just of the situation? I don't think she. I would describe her as being herself, but I think mm-hmm. she's she's fairly talkative, you know. But, um, you know. You guys are elected president and vice president. How's running? Who's running the show? Who's the vice? Ooh, is Frankie uh, I, getting Roger coffee for forty okay, so eight, I'm gonna, for forty-eight I'm, years? I'm gonna kiss. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss his ass and then take away from him. He definitely has more leadership skills. Just look at what he, he's done with his life. So he's oh, definitely got. I, I think you more, got the height for the president. He's got more leadership <laughs> you know? skills. But I, I think that I'm more decisive in my points of view, yeah. where Frankie's like right in the fucking you're, middle. I think you're be- you're more articulate as well. I don't know about that, but I think that I'll. I know what I am. I'm a constitutionalist. You know what I mean? And I he's think a constitutionalist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I got the looks. I'll give you the. I'll give you. I'll give. I'll give you the decisiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Has the podcast Edgar Matthews? Yeah, Matthews baby. Edgar running soon. Twenty twenty four. Has doing the podcast changed your outlook on certain topics or points of view? I would definitely say my perspective and the way I'm sort of forced. Normally, I'd blow off a lot of conversations that have happened down here. Like get the fuck out of here and walk away. I'm sort of forced to hear them, and a lot of these conspiracy theories, I'll call them. Ones have really opened my eyes. I, I really have. Now I'm not saying that I believe them, or, but they've opened my eyes to the, the. They're possible. The possibility is there that some of this kind of crazy, outlandish stuff, you know, like the deep state or the Q or things like that, could very well be possible. You know, I, I should say plausible. Yeah, I think I'm an open-minded person to begin with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it definitely gives you a lot of different perspective. Perspective, um, you know, but. I, I don't, I'm never I'm never one to draw a line in the sand on anything mm-hmm. just because I think anything could be real or anything could be fake, but yeah. uh, I, I I love doing this just because you get to see other people's points and 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 what they what yeah. they imagine is real or not. I think you know probably the best way to describe this is we're both humanitarians. We care about people. Doesn't matter I don't give what a color. Fuck about people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Doesn't matter what color, what race you are. Um, you know, we, we sort of have our own personal beliefs, but sitting down here in the podcast room with a diverse group of guests and hearing their stories, especially their personal stories, certainly opens your opens your eyes a bit. Yeah. I noticed um Frankie had a lot of questions under his if you go to if you go to his I did IG. go to Frankie's. Oh, you did? Okay. did you see all people or did you actually read the questions? No, I just saw bo- I was a lot but of Most of them questions. are goat, most of them are oh, okay. you know Cuckold. Uh, any stories about sneaking in or out of your house as a kid? Well, the yeah, main yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did sneak out of my house to snap some cheeks. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I remember, I remember uh, Dulce, you know, you know Frankie Dulce? Yeah. We used to sneak out of his window all the time. Yeah. All the time. I um, I lived in a log cabin in Maine. I used to jump out of the upstairs window, and, and I could climb the logs to get back in. So I'd jump out of the upstairs window, and my friend would pick me up down the street, and we'd go out, you know, have a couple beers somewhere or whatever, but when I was in high school. Actually, when I was in grammar school, man, yeah, I I remember sneaking into someone's house sixth grade, yeah, going out and actually, yeah, I remember sneaking into someone's and I was in sixth grade and you're like, you know, this is before I I got uh, tainted, I guess you could say, and tainted. I remember hanging out with these girls and stuff, and they they had some older kids come in and they're fucking smoking weed, and I was like, oh my, yeah, the yeah. fuck, man, the, the fuck, and then, then that next year I'm fucking chiefing. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good story about the first time I smoked weed. My my buddy Willard. 
Bailey. I mean, smoked weed like a fucking champion. He was always trying to get me to smoke with him. And I was, I just thought it was taboo. It was kind of like how I was raised. You know, my dad was like, ah, it's a drug. You know, I don't even look at it that way at all now. But, you know, I was like, oh, scared of it, basically. And I got in the car with him one time. We were going to a concert all the way down. I think it was in Portland or Augusta. And we were going to a concert. He's like, come on, bro. You got to blaze up. I forget. I think we are going to see Aerosmith, maybe. I forget. And um, I was like, all right, fuck it. We're going to a concert. Everybody's going to be. So I remember token this thing in the back of the car, and I got so paranoid, so paranoid. I, I kept saying, dude, it was the first time I ever got high, and I guess I got too high. I don't know. But I was convinced my throat was closing up and that I couldn't breathe. And I kept saying, <laughs> just take me to the hospital. Just take me to the hospital. He's like, you fucking clown. I'm not taking you to the hospital. We're going to a concert. Yeah, I'm like, I can't got breathe. A gun. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was just paranoia. I just got paranoid, you know. That's all it was. <laughs> I actually uh, speaking of throw, I I did a uh, comp comp. Uh, what's it called? Combat combo combo. The frog, the frog venom. Never heard of it. What, yeah, the, it the Amazon venom. rainforest yes, frogs. Yes. No way. Those I little did it like couple frog? couple years ago. The Dude, oil and shit fucked me up. That's so a hallucinogen, right? No, no, no. It, what it does is it, it purges your lymphatic system. So, I I done it. My my wife, you, you, there's like um, like retreats you can get this done, but I, I know someone that can get it. And uh, combo combo, I believe it's called. And um, so I've seen my wife do it a couple times. I was with her. How do you know what you? That shit is not regulated. Yeah, I just trust, I trust the person that, that I got it from. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and they got it from the rainforest and everything. Yeah. And what they do is you get like a a piece of. So, so the the frog that it's on, they take the 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 piece of the stem that they got the frog on. They take the stem, they light it, and they put burn holes into your skin, like just like through like the maybe like the first or second layer. And I see my wife do it, and she didn't throw up at all. She didn't get sick at all. And she's like, oh, I felt you know, it, it, it supposedly it, it drains your lymphatic system, and supposedly gets rid of bad stuff and this and that, like anything, like uh, if you have uh, you know sickness or rashes or, or stuff, you know, it, supposedly it's really good for you. So, um, I seen her do it. She didn't get sick at all. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll try it. So I go down and meet her. I'm there. I try it. I got four little holes on my back and they put this, like, it looks like, uh, looks like wax or I don't know. Like, just, like they, they like pinprick you pin. Yeah. A little yeah. boom, boom, okay. boom, boom, four, four of them. Right. I'm upper back and they put this like, uh, it looks like, you know, like a cream almost on each one. And dude, it started getting, <laughs> it started hitting me, and my whole face swelled up. My lips got huge. My throat started closing up. Dude, I was throwing up for a. Like, Wait, now is this in your head or your lips actually? No, getting dude, huge? I yeah. will show you a fucking picture of it later. <laughs> I was throwing up so bad, and I'm just trying, you know, I'm trying to be fucking Mister Tough Guy, and I wasn't even thinking like, what if I don't fucking breathe? I, yeah, my throat, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was talking like this because my fucking throat was closing up. I'm like, dude, I should have had an EpiPen with me or something. God what forbid. is enjoyable about this? You just had a bad reaction. No. Renee was having I, a good reaction. No, but no. I didn't have a bad like the reaction I had, like that's what people say. They say it almost turns you into the frog. Dude, I look I looked fucking like I aged <laughs> Why? fucking. Why would I want to do that? Because uh, it's supposedly it cleans your lymphatic system. You know mm. what I mean? It, it purges you. It gets rid of all bad stuff. I'm I, I, like I said, bro, I did IOI. I'm I'm into trying shit, yeah. right? You know? And dude, I was Fucking throwing up like a maniac. I'm into for, for trying good, for good, like the good DMT, twenty minutes the to expand my mind and and go into a different realm. Is that supposed to have that effect on you? No, 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 no. no. You are no, in pain. I, I don't You're wanna, in pain. I do not want to try that at all. Yeah, but I, I thought it could help me with. Uh, I don't know what help me with. Just whatever you know. They they say if you have um, 
Oh, like like uh, I don't even know why. Lyme <laughs> disease or something like that. Yeah, or? any yeah, limes like <clears throat> sickness, herpes. Like you get herp if you get people like cold sores, it can help help get rid of that. Fucking guy was not in here for three months because he had the gout, and you're just telling him about that now. Could have cured his gout, but I only did it once. <clears throat> My wife did it like three or four times, but she didn't even get sick. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow, well, <laughs> yeah. she's gangster. I didn't have a gout, <clears throat> by the way. No gout. It was just bed, small shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know how to buy the right size boots. Uh, <clears throat> Frankie, did you enjoy working as a plumber? And would you do it again? Um, did I enjoy working as a plumber? Uh, well, at the time, no, I didn't. I'll be honest. Um, I wasn't into it. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do what I'm doing now. Mm. I was doing that while I was doing that. I actually, when I graduated college, like I was a hustler. I want, you know, I wanted to. I knew I wanted to be a successful, a successful person. So I knew that. I literally, you know, most a lot of kids they graduate college and take the summer to fucking enjoy themselves. I graduated on Thursday, on Monday I was at work, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was worked. My dad owned a plumbing <clears throat> company. I had to be, you know, I know all the walking guys were pointing at me, so I made sure I got to work earlier than everybody. Tried working hard, but my mind was never at work. You know, I never. How really, long did you actually do that for? I did to my third fight in the UFC. Oh wow, that's like an odd thing. I go, I hear always fighters like. I don't make any money, or I, I you know, da, da, da. I'm like, yo, I fucking worked a full time job till I knew I could take care of myself. Stipe Miocic gets a lot of respect He's, for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <coughs> uh, although that's a pretty good gig, you know, one day on, three days yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I mean, he's fucking also running into burning buildings, so right, hats right, off right, to him. Right. But uh, like, I literally would, I was, I had a couple jobs. I would work. I'd get up at like six, actually five thirty, get to the job, to the shop six thirty. I'd work till about usually three thirty, like it's a union job, and my dad would let me get out a little bit early. I'd, I'd work till two thirty, then I'd shoot to the high school. I'd coach wrestling till five. I'd go home sometimes, not even go home. I'd eat real quick and then go right to the gym till about nine thirty and do that over every day for about three, two and a half, three years. And I was fucking burning the candle on both ends, bro. But I, I think that that work ethic also. Put you in the position. Yeah, where absolutely. You're, I mean, you're, absolutely. Out, you're outworking. If you're outworking people at your job, you're outworking people in the gym yeah. too. You know what I mean? But working, you know, we're in Jersey, working in the elements, the heat of the summer, the, yeah. the which I didn't mind. I kind of like the hot, but the the winters were brutal, bro. Like right. your hands, just like I'm trying to turn wrenches. I'm like, dude, I can't even fucking move my hands, mm-hmm. and uh, I did not like it. I actually. I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I'd substitute teach, taught for a couple months, too. You did? I did. No shit, wow. I was like, I, I just didn't, I just knew, needed to do something different, so I substitute taught. What was your major in college? I was a political science major. Uh, I thought I wanted to be an attorney at wow. one time. I took, like, a pre-law or some law class, and the professor was was a fucking cool guy telling us how to beat cases and shit. I'm like, dude, this is cool. I think I want to be a lawyer. So I'm like, I looked, I was undecided at the time. I'm like, ah, we didn't have like a criminal law degree or anything in my college, but political science. I'm like, ah, I could do that. And then they're like, yeah, you got to go three more years of college after this, you know, through law school. I'm like, yeah, not for me. And then I thought I could be, maybe wanted to be a cop too. I actually tried to be a cop. I tried out for Edison and Seaside Park. I actually got into Seaside Park, but I turned it down. They had height requirements or? No, I was just too good looking. No, you want to know why? I, I, I'll be honest, and I think this, and you know, maybe this is a little taboo, but I remember going and uh, getting the, doing. And I actually did the physical, and I fucking killed it. I crushed that. I literally broke records at the physical. I crushed everybody in the run, the pull ups, the push ups, everything. 
and they were fucking with me the whole time. They made me wear a king, like a Burger King hat and shit, you know? <laughs> like, oh, this guy's fucking tough, huh? You gotta wear, you're the king, you gotta wear a Burger King hat. So whatever, they were fucking with me. I, I could take it. And then I remember with the interview process, and they're just fucking with me the whole time. And I get it, that's part of the that's whole thing, because the they want to see if you're, you're a hothead and you can handle it. But I'm like, I remember walking, I, I remember, like, I knew I did well, and I'm walking out, and I'm like, I'm not going to be a cop. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I guys like, I just fucking don't want to do this. And I don't know if that's maybe why cops kind of have that, that bravado yeah. when they get out of the force is because they're getting fucked with the whole okay, time. Yeah. So they feel like they got to fuck with people. Maybe. I don't know. They dig into every little, aspect and I get it. They want to see, they want to see what you're about and yeah. see if you can handle, you know, the f- people fucking with you on, on the street. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't want to be a cop. And right around that time is when I got to UFC. Yeah. Roger, kind of same thing. Uh, what would you be doing if you were uh, in the fuel business, driving trucks? Mm. My uh, so I knew for me, I knew that college wasn't for me. I knew I mm, um, I did too. I did me really too. really well in, <laughs> in grammar school. Like when I grew up in Maine, you have K kindergarten through eight, and then you go right in high school. It's different here. You have middle school here. We don't have middle school in Maine, or where I grew up, you didn't anyway. So um, I did. Real, I was like straight A student in grammar school, and then I went to high school and kind of find that found that newfound freedom where teachers don't care if you learn they're you're like you're here if you don't want to listen you know so i was i was a jokester i was a party kid i was i was a jock my first couple years my freshman sophomore year and then i wanted a nice car so my parents said to me if you want a nice car you got to quit sports and you got to go to work every day after school and pay for it so that's what i did i quit sports i quit playing baseball cross country all that and i started pumping gas at my dad's gas station to pay for a nice car that i wanted because you know my parents weren't just going to give it to me so after graduating high school, I knew I didn't want to go to college. I knew I was going to have a bunch of friends that were going to go to college and they were going to flunk out and, um, you know, because they were going to be party animals, which is what I was. So my dad had an opportunity. He knew a guy that owned a fleet of ships, uh, fishing boats in Alaska. And he was like, listen, you, you want to you wanna not go to college? Why don't you go to Alaska and you work with my buddy Jim Salisbury's fishing boat? And I was like, fuck, that sounds like a great opportunity. You know, I'll do it. But I had a girlfriend at the time, and it was about the time my parents were getting a divorce. So it was like a tough time. I was spending a lot of time at my girlfriend's house because my family was, like, falling apart. So I was there all the time. And I guess I didn't realize, like, that date was quickly approaching. And I'm, like, all in love. It's like young love. And I'm pretty much living with her at the time. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it's February of 1993, I think it was. And I flew to Seattle, Washington, um, got on the boat there, spent about a week in Seattle, we loaded the boat for about a week with all our supplies. Then we went up. It was like a three- or four-day cruise through the inside passage um, to Alaska. And then you just sit off the coast of, like, Dutch Harbor until the fishing season opens. You just sit. And it, literally, they just, like, blow a horn, and, and you're off to the races, and you go fishing. And I fished for 47 days straight. without wow. Never saw land for 47 days. We yeah. offloaded onto Japanese tramper boats. We made a product called Surimi. I was on a processor, kind of take some of the glory away from it because it wasn't on like a small boat. We had catcher boats. I remember one of them sank. I think it was called the Niakani sank when I was out there. But anyway, um, my boat was about, I think it was 296 feet long, if I remember right. It was called the, um, fuck, why can't I think of the name of it? Anyway, long story short, I did that, and I enjoyed it. I liked it. I made great money. I came home, fished for 47, like a month and a half I was out there. And you don't come in, man. You fish from the beginning of the season to the end. And I think I came home, I, I, my numbers could be wrong, but a month and a half. And this is 1993. I think I came home with like sixteen or $18,000 wow. in like a month and a half. I was like, fuck yeah, I loved it. So I signed up and did another trip. And we fished off the Oregon River for Hake. The first season was Pollock, and it was row season. 
So you make a lot of extra money on the fish eggs, the road, because the Japanese love it. The next season was hake season off the Oregon River, and I made like half of that, maybe even less than half. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe this is it's not as fucking glorious as what I thought, you know. So I, was, I did two trips, and that was it. I was done. But I would, um, you know, I grew up in the, the fuel oil business, which is kind of how I ended up in it. But I could see myself as, as a fisherman or, or maybe a cop, too. You know, I mean, one of those two things. The town I grew up in in Maine is, you know, it's all fishermen. Uh, it would be tough for me to get into it because if your family isn't into it, it's kind of taboo for you to get into it. But I did. I took the civil service, like you're talking yeah. about. Did the civil service test. I had a buddy of mine who was a sheriff down here, Steve. My buddy Steve was a sheriff, and he's like, "Bro, you're you know you you got your shit squared away. You're you know you're young, you're athletic. You should go take the civil service test." So I went and took it. I don't. I didn't score crazy high on it. I think I got in like the 80s, and um, yeah. So I don't know. The only other thing I ever tried was pole climbing school. And that was, you talk about getting in. You <laughs> <laughs> wanted to always be on a pole. IBEW, IBEW. But um, I was thinking about transitioning. because you guys, mean pole climbing? What the fuck is a pole climbing? Lineman, like, lineman. Linesman, okay. Uh, right, okay. You have to go to pole climbing school <laughs> to become a lineman. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So I signed up for it, and you get, you get interviewed, and it's, 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 like a, it's like being interrogated. Like you said with the police, they ask you, because you know, they just ask you all these qu- crazy questions. Because everybody head. wants the job. And they want to weed out the riffraff and right. the people that are trying to trying to get it or whatever. So I just remember them saying, oh, you're recently married, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, it was like great. I just got, no, I wasn't even married at the time. I was engaged. Like, oh, you got, ah, I know what it was. I was a dad. They're like, you, you're a new dad, right? And I was like, yeah. They said, well, throw that relationship goodbye. In the first year of working here, you'll be in Florida. You'll be doing working storm service there. You'll be in Texas. You can, you can, like, they gave me the percentage. It was like 80% of our, uh, you know, People that work here end up in divorce or separated or whatever. So uh-huh. I remember walking out of there like, yeah, this probably isn't for me. I think I, w- I would be a fireman. You know, mm-hmm. Marky, Marky's yeah, a yeah, fireman. Yeah. I just think great that's hours. A, yeah, great, great hours. Great hours. And it just, it's like, it's like you're, uh, you know, you're in a team. It's like being part of a team, yeah. a unit. You know, you, you got to watch your boys back. They got to watch your back. I could, I think I, I, I could do well there. I mean, but it's dangerous. It is dangerous. You know, everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, bro, this guy's got a great." I'm like, "Bro, they're running and fucking burning buildings." You know what I mean? They do deserve the best schedule they they can get. Yeah. Frankie, win or lose, uh, final fight on your contract. Will you pursue a new contract with the UFC or any other house? Well. I yeah. guess this is going to come out. Yeah, because it's going to air after it. Yeah. yeah. I just signed a new contract with the UFC. Oh. Yeah. So I will finish my career in the UFC. As you should. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. um. They've been done right by me. And, uh, you know, it's the biggest. It's the, it's, the UFC is the NFL, man. Yeah. I did want to, you know, I, I, it's good to explore your options for sure. But I'm happy I finished. I'm finishing my career in the UFC. You know, um, I, I grew up in the UFC. Mm-hmm. I got in the UFC. I was only five and zero, so I grew up here, and uh, you know, I want to finish here. So I'm happy. So you can't you can't be inducted into the Hall of Fame until your career is done in the UFC. Mm-hmm. There's guys that are in the UFC. Uh, I don't know because because BJ's in the Hall of Fame, but he retired and then right. you know came back. Same uh, with Chuck. But Chuck didn't um, come back to the UFC. He came back with another right, and uh, but like Clay's in the UFC because of fu- one of his fights. Wait, in Clay Guida? He's one of his fights in the UFC. Uh, you know, like right, they put, right. put a fight in the UFC, so I guess he's yeah, considered yeah, a Hall yeah. of Famer in a sense. Well, Gustafson is in there too for that, <laughs> right? right? John yeah. Jones, Gustafson. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. so yeah. What'd you do today, Raj? Worked, buddy. I worked. I went uh, well right after work. I left work. I drove up to the girls' house. We went to uh, Ramapo Valley. You ever been there? The 
Ramapo uh, Valley. Ramapo yeah. Mountains. It's like the uh, hiking. I never area. have, but we, I mean, I've hiked, heard of it. We hiked a trail. It's beautiful up there. Oh, that was today? No, that was last night. Oh, oh. Drove up there. I think we got to the trail system around maybe 6.30, and then she took me to dinner in Ridgewood. We ate at a- She took you, huh? Yeah, she said, I'll take you to dinner if you drive up here. So we went to a little spot in Ridgewood, a little Persian spot. I forget. Persian? Yeah, Persian food. Yeah, it was good, man. Was Kardashians good. there? No, they were not. Aren't they Armenian? I think they're Persian. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Persian's Iranian, right? Yeah, uh, good, good. Pretty sure. Yeah, I feel it feels good to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roger. Yeah. Recently divorced after eighteen years. Oh shit! Are they, are they trying to get his number? No, sorry. <laughs> all pursued by her. Mm. Wait, what? All, she was divorced, and it was it was a dude. This is a dude. He was divorced after 18 years because of his wife wanted it. Oh, yes, right, yes. right, right, right. Uh, how do you get through the mental and the... I'm, I'm lost. Spit it out, bro. And the honesty. What? Dishonesty? And the dishonesty, yes. Oh. It's messed up. Well, I mean, clearly every, every situation is unique, but I can give you my take on it. Um, you know, uh, my... My divorce. I didn't want to get divorced. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy of my word. I gave my word in front of God, in front of my friends, in front of my family. I didn't want it. And this is no blame or shout out to Jenny at all. We we get along great now. It's all yeah, good. We know you're scared. We are. Like, everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> she did unleash hell on me once. I don't want that to happen again. But anyway, um, you know, when I've always said, you know, my fight is up when people when somebody stops fighting for me. When you have no fight left in you to fight for me, then I I don't want to fight for you anymore. So. You know, I fought it right up until I couldn't fight it anymore to keep. It was really more than just Jenny and I. It was it was the, it was an intact family that I wanted to save. I had two kids, and I felt like a failure as a dad that if it didn't work out or whatever. But yeah, I I you know I fought right up until the end to save uh, the sanctity of our family basically. And um, when it was over and when it was done, I went to counseling for a year. For a year after that, it wasn't because I got divorced and I was so torn up over that mine was because i got publicly executed and you know that was tough my i guess my pride or my ego was like i i i had a hard time dealing with that um you know because i i felt like a lot of what was said wasn't true at all so um you know i had to go for that and then the only thing that got me out of that was at some point you got to stop caring about what other people think and just know who you are and i knew what my kids thought of me and what other people thought of me so that was my toughest battle as far as the divorce goes you know if if someone doesn't want to be with you, you shouldn't want to be with them. You know, it's a two way street. You can't you can't be with somebody. What's that, that guy's name? Most tough. Hey, most tough. You, most tough. Most tough. Why are you gonna fight for somebody that doesn't fight? No, for you? most <clears throat> tough. Let me tell you something. Go get yourself some pussy. You'll feel, you feel a lot better, bro. You'll feel a lot better. That wasn't true for I, me, man. I didn't. I didn't. No. I didn't smash for. God, I, I well, that may have been the problem, my friend. Think, yeah, <laughs> it could have been. My, my point is, eighteen years. You say don't go into something. I don't think anyone goes into it thinking they're going to fail. Eighteen years, they were good, I guess. Or, or no, fifteen. Not, years. not what I'm saying. I'm saying she quit, and yeah. and if she quits and absolutely yeah, she refuses in, right. to work on it at all, and just says nope, that's it, and and you try, you're like, let's go to counseling, whatever, and you've given everything. You can only do that so much. You have to. You have to. You know, pull up your bootstraps and have some pride. And take I don't care think of it says that she quit. I, it, it said that she was dishonest. Is that quitting or is that? Well, that's, I mean, how long? Was, I thought he said he was getting divorced. He's asking about my divorce. No, no, no. He said no, no. He yeah, what, after what? eighteen years, they're getting divorced. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 
Mm, that's, that's how that's you get through it. 18 Time years, heals dude, all 18 wounds. Years. Time heals all wounds. Time right? does, but you have to stay and busy. And sprinkle a little pussy on it, yeah. and it may even make me better. Oh, God. Time is the great healer, but you have to stay busy during that time because idle, what do they say, idle hands is the, uh, idle time is the devil's playground? It really is because I laid in fucking bed for, I feel like it was like two months. You should, you should do exactly what I just said. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. What'd you I, do, spar, I spar today. Second yeah. to last spar for the camp, you know. I don't know. You fly out, what's today? You fly out Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. So I got to fly to Sunday, so I'll tell you the rundown. I got to fly Sunday to Vegas. We gotta go. I gotta take a, like a Corona test, get a negative, quarantine for twenty four hours. Then we take a charter flight to Abu Dhabi, which is gonna be like. No, let me just pause you. Quarantine for twenty four hours. Where you cannot leave your hotel room. Correct. Okay. Um, they literally have someone standing outside the door, to make sure you don't. Well, leave? I mean, it's gonna be in a hotel that no one else is in, probably. Right, I imagine. Right, right, right. And uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really. You ain't sprinkling no pussy on nothing. nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, a one woman man. I'm, I'm, you know, married, married man. Kindergarten, yeah. kindergarten. Well, nah, well, I mean, you know, not 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 quite kindergarten. But, yeah. but uh, and then so then we take a charter flight to Abu Dhabi. Get to Abu Dhabi. I didn't take like I, I think I'm taking five total tests before I fight. Wow, just kind of crazy. The crazy part is, from what I understand from you, is that if anybody on your team tests positive, you're out, right? Oh. Yes, I think that's what they're saying. Wow. That's fucking It's nerve wracking, man. Like ner- yeah. fighting is nerve wracking enough. Right. Fighting overseas is nerve wracking enough. Now throw the fucking corona on it, it's like what the fuck? But I got I got to take this chance, right? It just, you know, I look at it like, dude, I fucking been on point this camp, especially now it's my it's not like I just train hard. I fucking dieted. I did everything I like I'm supposed to and I something that I have no control over could take me out. Mm-hmm. But again, you can't you can't sweat the stuff you have no control over, right? Yeah, so, I agree. taking my chance, and uh, we'll see how it goes. That's all you can do, brother. That's it. You got to manifest your future, Jesse says. So you got to be positive, think that it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know if like my Renee gets mad at me too, because like I'm always like, like I'm I'm the type of guy that says I'm gonna get on a plate. I'm like this fucking flight's gonna be delayed. Uh, it's gonna fucking or, or I'm gonna get it's gonna you know. Be delayed. I'm gonna be late, or something's gonna happen. It's gonna snow. It's gonna get canceled. I'd rather go in with that mentality and saying, "Oh, it's gonna be a great flight, and we're gonna yeah. get it right on time." And then when it doesn't happen, you're like, "Fuck! What the fuck?" Yeah. Me, I'm like, I think it's better to be like, ah, "It's gonna be delayed, or it's gonna get canceled." And when it's not delayed, it's not canceled. I'm like, "Ah, nice." But when it gets delayed and gets canceled, I'm like, "Ah, see, told you." I used to do that when I was a kid at Christmas. I'm like, I'm not gonna get shit. Parents, aren't, I'd be moping around Christmas Day, like you guys ain't buying me. And I'd be like super pumped if I got something cool. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think that's because I don't, I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, you know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm that way. Yep. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but it's kind of how it goes. Yep. I don't think I'm ever disappointed. It's hard to disappoint me. It really is. It is. You think? You think different? <laughs> what do you mean disappoint you? I think that it's. I don't think I have huge crazy. Um, what? Oh, yeah, speak on it. What? Speak on it. Like standards and stuff? No, like, um, like, th- like if 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 my girl called me up right now, I was like, "We're done. That's it. We're over." I'd be, I'd probably just be like, "Okay." You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that I get okay in relationships and stuff. Yes, yeah. but everything else, you have a very high. And oh, if shit, standard. Yeah, if yeah, shit yeah, don't yeah. happen, it's yeah. No, totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said disappointed. But so. you just said you were locked yourself in your fucking room for months. Yeah, but that was because I got publicly executed. That wasn't over. Wasn't over my divorce. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Why? What are you laughing at? What? I do have high standards. I do have expectations and mile mile mark, uh, you know, but milestones you, that I want to hit. You said that you don't get disappointed. I think Scott ruined your laundry one night at, at, after the club, and you fucking flipped out on him. He did? I don't even remember that. <laughs> remember that? And then when he left your house, he ran over a light or something, and you got pissed at that, too? <laughs> then you guys didn't talk for a fucking year or so? Wow. All right. He well, ruined right. your laundry, dude. It was... <laughs> It was on the bed and it fell. I don't, I don't, no, he brought a chick. <laughs> I don't little, fuck around. There's, there's a little more to that story. He brought a chick back to my house. There's a lot more. Wait, did I just say his last name? Ew, then I'm not gonna. Right. Then I'm not gonna tell the story because there's, there's, there's a lot to yeah, this story. Incriminate him. Yeah, he brought a chick back to my house. I this could was, always cut that this out. This is when he was single. He brought a chick back to my house, and then he left to go get cocaine. <laughs> and then he came back and he threw everything on my bed on the floor, so it was covered in dog hair because I had a dog that had a dog bed in that room. And then uh, bang the chick, and then... Uh, Before the cocaine? Yeah, no, after the cocaine, <laughs> and then left to go get more cocaine, and he backed over all my fucking driveway lights. So there's a little more well, more well, this story. He shouldn't be driving <laughs> cocaine. I, I think that's the moral of the story. <laughs> I know. But that was a little disappointing. They didn't talk for a fucking year. We literally didn't. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't get disappointed because because we talked because like, I called him up and said you're an asshole. And <laughs> yes. he, then he didn't talk to me. Yeah, I guess he was like, "Fuck, Roger used to live with me. He used to leave hair in the bottom of the shower or something. He's fucking making up all kinds of shit." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so you 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 lived with roommates quite a bit. Uh, when I first moved to Jersey, I rented a house. First place I ever lived when I moved here. I didn't know anybody. Uh, a kid moved down with me, this kid, uh, Andrew Woodard. We called him Woody. I rented a house in Forked River, so he lived with me for the first year. I knew him from back home. He was younger than me, but he wanted to come down here. He only made it a year, and then he left. He went to uh, Massachusetts after that to work for his uncle. So after that, I moved to Whiting? Whiting. I moved? No, I moved in with Chris Merlo in Tom's River. I lived with Merlo for about six months, and I had that really bad motorcycle accident. Mm. Spent like 10 days in the trauma wing. Really bad. That was That's the, worst. Uh, the one on, uh, at the Lakers. Yeah, that was yeah. the worst one I ever had. So then I had to move back in with my mom for a short period of time because I was literally like fucking a baby again. And uh, I was bedridden for probably like a month. And she had to like bathe me and shit. I was oh, literally like a baby, man. bro. So anyway, <clears throat> um, when I healed up enough, I called up Mike Quigley, who had uh, just got divorced. And I said, hey, man, the kid I was riding with when I crashed, I was like, hey, you want to rent a room? So I moved to Whiting for like three years. I lived in Whiting with him for like three years, and then I moved in with Scott after that. So I had a bunch of roommates, and then I was living with Scott, and I remember thinking, like, we make like the same amount of money. I was like, I might as well just buy my own house, so I just bought my own house. The one we're in now? The one I'm in now, and when I bought it, I think I bought it in 2003. When I bought it, I didn't have enough money to like go out. I bought it. I literally, let's say I closed on a Thursday. I moved in on a Friday with just like my clothes and a dresser and, and my bed, you know, from Scott's house. Actually, I think that was Scott's bed. I don't think I had a bed because I remember the first night I ever slept in my house. Maybe I didn't put my bed together. I don't remember. The first night I ever slept in that house, I slept in a sleeping bag in the middle of the living room floor with not an ounce of furniture in it. I remember that. Yeah. Humble beginnings, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What about you? What? Roommates? Anything? I mean, no. I, college, I, graduated, I, I graduated college. Well, yeah, in college I had... Uh, <laughs> In college, I had a roommate. Uh, he was from Jersey. Actually, he only lived there. He only made it the first semester. And he left. He went home. And I, I was like, I do not want a fucking roommate. So I paid extra so I didn't have a roommate. Mm-hmm. And then my second year, I moved. I lived with uh, this kid, Myron. It was supposed to be just me and Myron. It's a fuck yo. This house might have been as big as his room. It was a tiny little house next to the community pool. 
And he told me, he's like, yeah, my brother's going to stay with us for a little bit. I'm like, all right. So his brother was our roommate that whole year. They, I do they, they had a, a room. They shared a I don't know how to fuck. They shared a room. But that's when Renee was in school. So I pretty much, had, she lived with us pretty much anyway. So there was like four people in this tiny ass house. And then after that, I, I lived with Renee pretty much since mm-hmm. then. And then I came home from school. We uh, lived in Renee's dad's basement. Me and Re- me and Renee actually redid the whole basement. It was, it was unfinished. We finished it. We lived in there for about eight, nine months. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Renee broke up with me, kicked me out. <laughs> kicked me out. I moved. <laughs> went back home. Uh, I, I was not in the U.S. Was I in the U.S.? No, I wasn't in the U.S.C. yet, I don't believe. And, uh, but I was working as a plumber. I was in the union. And I was living home. And my parents were driving me fucking crazy. I'm like, I need to buy a Boda condo when me and Renee were broken up. I remember that condo. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was a real Still estate agent. Still own that condo. I do. She was a real estate agent, and I didn't use her. Foxton's? <laughs> yes, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. use her. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I lived, I li- so I lived there. And then, obviously, you know, me and Renee got back together. She moved in with, uh, with me. I lived there for, like, two, three years. And then we moved. I, I moved, like, every three years, yeah. pretty much. Every four years. You, I feel like you, you bought a house in every corner of Tom's River. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Still own half of them. I, I own, you only, I, Lou, Lou only had a roommate one time, right? When you lived off New Hampshire, right? Yes, yes. That was the only time when you were in those apartments? Chucky. Oh, God, you got to tell about the upstairs neighbor. No. Lou, no. Chucky Hill. No, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to edit this shit. don't matter. You can say whatever you want. Chucky Hill. Chucky Hill was your name. Chucky. So, Frank. Gookins? No. <laughs> Billy, he was friends with Billy Major, too? I don't know. Chucky. I forget his last name. Charles something. So, no. Lou doesn't drink at all. Hasn't He's gotten drunk once in his entire life on his 22nd birthday. I guess they were up one night, and this was when I think you were single, right? I yeah, think I yeah. think you were single for a brief period of time, and they had an upstairs neighbor that was kind of a kind of a kind of hot chick, right? She was like she was a milf or something, right? If I remember this right, I guess. And you and Chucky invited her down. <laughs> she had a friend over, and they were so playing. They came down, and you weren't drinking, but Chucky was. Everybody was drinking, but you, right? Everyone but me, correct? And uh, they started playing. Was it spin the bottle? I don't know. Spin like, the bottle. Truth or dare. Truth or dare. <laughs> Truth or dare. And Chucky dares this girl to measure Lou's dong. Oh, Motherfucker's got a nine-inch no, dong no. on him. I, I, a I, nine-inch strapping. dong on him, bro. Wow. Bro, the guy wow. can do porn. Uh, why don't you, man? <laughs> That's going to edit it out. <laughs> edit out. <laughs> Next Ron Jeremy, bro. Uh, <laughs> I remember Chucky and him telling me the story like a couple days later. I'm like, bro, you got a nine-inch dong? Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, whip that thing out and play in public places, bro. <laughs> Stop the camera right from here. <laughs> oh, On that note, yeah. <laughs> well, On- onwards and upwards. <laughs> onwards and upwards. It's not that. Don't put that nice dong onwards and upwards. <laughs> all right. Do we cover all the? I think we've embarrassed everybody here tonight. Do we cover all the questions? Yeah, we definitely covered all the questions. All right. Well, I think we got uh, episode 33 in the bank. Chirty tree. And what, what did we learn today, ladies and gentlemen? We learned that Tripod over here is rocking a massive one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lou. If I say it enough, you can't edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got a new nickname, too. Yeah. Tripod. Yeah. <laughs> We don't need a tripod for the camera. We got one behind it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to edit the shit out of this. Don't matter. It don't matter. Uh, We've never edited one yet. You can't edit this one. I have to. I'm sorry. No. All right, guys. Hey. Champ of the Tramp. Check us out. Share, like, subscribe. Thank you for the questions this week. Uh, enjoy answering them as always. We like to um, steer away from current times because we live in such a 
a negative time. Sometimes it's nice just to do a podcast where we don't talk about politics or anything like that. So this one was for you guys. Thank you for the questions. Chamber the Tramp out. Peace.